through the fire. But I do think that the muzzling of the truth, especially the truth of God's word and the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that's a concern that a lot of people have. People are right to be concerned about the demonization and the fearing and the smearing, because it's real. But here's the point of today. Today, the message is, even in the face of this kind of censorship, you can't muzzle the truth. And if that's the case, you can know and believe in the truth. There can be real hope no matter what. Welcome to Through the Fire cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today. Talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. The doctors are in. Hello, hello everybody, I'm Marie. (laughs) And I'm Greg. And this is Through the Fire. Through the Fire. So, you know, every week it seems like I'm, I just realize I, I tend to say the same thing. Things are crazy right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I say hello, hello, and then I say things are crazy right now. I just now noticed that. Is that right? Yeah. So here's the deal. Well, things are crazy right now. Well, there are some cra- well, okay. crazy things it, it, happening. And there's always great things in the middle of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There are some fantastic things, and that's what we're kind of going to be talking about, that's... I think, this this session. Mm-hmm. Um or episode or edition or whatever, conversation, right? <laughs> conversation. No, but truly, um, like the title over this, or the focus of our of this discussion is that there's hope for today because, you know, you can't muzzle the truth because yeah. that's kind of happening today, isn't it? It is happening. But again, you know, some things are breaking through. And I think mm-hmm. we wanted to tell you all about that today. Yeah, because right now it seems like the basic moral truths that were previously understood and even shared by a majority of the people in our country just a few years ago, mm-hmm. you know, now they're unhealed, neglected, and, and even discussed. Guarded. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know how to describe it. I, there's an amorality out there, even the glorification of immorality. Well, and, and I'll give you an example. I mean, I just saw one of those movie star magazines while I was waiting in line, and it talked about the many loves of, and I'm not going to fill in the stars' names, but it had <laughs> the many loves. And what they were talking about is their marriages. Oh, goodness. And I mean, that meant there was like two, three, four, five, some of it. And I thought, and, and then, of course, they didn't talk about the fact they were just sleeping around when they weren't married. And I thought, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, we're glorifying this. Now marriage itself is even under attack. Virtuous living is seen as nerdy or worse, bigoted. And and a person can't even hold some of these traditional and enduring moral views today. I mean, yikes. I know. You're right. And by the way, I did see an, uh, another one similar like that this morning. Oh, did you? Yes. And I was counting up how many marriages this person had. And they had, this was their fifth. They but just, they're proud of it. Very they're, much I, I mean, so. you yeah. know, if you're... St- <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and this person is, you know, younger too, not yeah. not older. So you're right, you know, and, and here's the deal. If you do uphold traditional and or Christian-based moral values, then you get slapped with a label. Right. I mean, not to mention, well, actually, I am going to mention the fact, <laughs> I am, that our society, because I can, do. because it's Please. our program. Thank right? you. The fact that our society, like you said, it is glorifying immoral behavior. And that's destructive, yeah. I mean, look at the people we admire, the people we spotlight who got there because of their impropriety. Right. I mean, virtuous moral behavior um, is now demoralized and smeared. Yeah. And people who espouse it aren't just disagreed with. They are deplatformed and maybe even fired. Uh, I know that you told me about a recent occurrence involving the founder of Mozilla, you know, Firefox. Mm-hmm. And he got fired from the company that he himself founded. Yeah, Brendan I, Ike. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, isn't that amazing? I mean, he founds this company and and he, he, you know, he got fired from his own company. But the question you have to ask why? is why? Yeah, why? Was he so? He got fired because he believed in traditional marriage as a unique relationship among others. He said it's the only one organically that can have kids. And he's correct. It's physically. 
sociologically, scientifically correct, but he cannot have that point of view. And he supported a candidate who did too. So for that, he lost his company, his livelihood, everything. You know, I know the last shows we've been talking about censorship a bit before, but mm-hmm. uh, I was able to find an article this week, too, that it's even worse than we thought. I mean, scary stuff, right? Very scary. I mean, you're, I think you're talking about that article in The Federalist, right, mm-hmm. that was uh, titled um, How to Stop Using Google Search on Your Computer and, and on Your Phone, something like that, Yeah, right? that's right. That's it was right. an informative and worthy read, I thought. Um, the article cited The Wall Street Journal, which is good. That's always a good read. Well, yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, you know it's not just opinion. They've done that's research. Right. That's that right. Actually, yeah. And this research demonstrated that big tech is actually censoring our online searches and search results. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are manipulating the results of the searches so that people are led to certain companies using big business rather than the mom and pop stores in their neighborhood. And, and they're collecting information and keeping blacklists in, in, as well. Yeah. So again, you know, scary stuff. And we, you know, I thought the internet was going to be great that I could find out all the businesses in my area. What they're doing is directing me elsewhere. So now they even cited, now there's a guy that I've been following for a while now. His name is Dr. Robert uh, Epstein. He's a psychologist studying the effects of tech manipulation. And this guy testified before Senate, the Senate in 2019. And he he said this. He said it's one of the search into manipulation is the most powerful form of influence ever discovered in the, the behavioral sciences. And it's dangerous because it's invisible mm-hmm. to people. Subliminal. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to have those subliminal cuts and we said that's terrible. It makes people do stuff that they really don't want to do. Well, mm-hmm. now we're doing it on a massive scale. And he said it leaves people thinking they've made up their own minds. Mm-hmm. But they haven't. They've been kind of told one version that they're supposed to believe. So I, I think this is crazy. I mean, the bottom line, he said, is that it can influence uh, the opinions of groups up to 20 percent. It can change their mind and 80 percent and some others. So that's you know, a lot. Yeah. And he's a psychologist. He's warning us. And so I guess I ask you, I mean, you're a psychologist. What are those? harmful psychological consequences of all this kind of manipulation. Well, that could, you know, we could actually fill an entire program covering that because really it is so, there's such an impact on it. First of all, people don't know that it's happening, right? They're actually being led to- That's what I hate about it most. To reach specific conclusions, Mm -hmm. right? So what this breeds, because first of all, what people need to understand is that a lot of this is intentionally done to instill some kind of emotion in you, right? Right. And the quickest way to get you to act and the quickest way to get a reaction from you is to do emotional-based, not Mm factual-based or things like that. So fear, fear is the number one get-to, right? There's been a lot of fear lately. And what ends up happening happening to people psychologically, I mean, it makes your whole character, your whole world uh, view, your outlook on life, one of pessimism and one of um, uh, suspicion. So that can lead to depression mm-hmm. and it can lead to emotional and physical uh, poor health and as well as affect your, your relationships with people. Oh, absolutely. You know, everything is impacted by this. So mm-hmm. it's not just a nothing uh, situation. You know, I think also that another concern is that people are worried that this truth, I mean, first of all, you're already questioning what is true, right? Well, to the, and see, what people need to understand, too, is that the people that are doing a lot of this stuff, they don't believe there's such a thing as truth. We still do. The Bible actually says, you know, there is truth. God is truth. God is love. They don't believe any of those things, and they don't even believe in objective 
truth outside of that either. Right, and I think that's where some of this muting is coming in, um, or as you like to say, muzzling. Muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that, you know, the truth, right, is uh, the muzzling of the truth um, and what will be suppressed, especially the truth of God's Word and the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's a concern that a lot of people have. Well, and they should be concerned. Um, many of the new president's proposals and executive orders are aimed directly at the church, um, aimed directly at the moral teaching uh, for people and for society. And so uh, people are right to be concerned about the demonization and the fearing and the smearing because it's real. And and again, in my work in D.C., we have seen that. Um, But today, again, we're not talking about censorship. It's real. I know it. The research shows it. And the teachings of the Bible are in the crosshairs. But here's, here's the point of today. Today, the message is, even in the face of this kind of censorship, you can't muzzle the truth. And if that's the case, you can know and believe in the truth. There can be real hope no matter what. And, I mean, that's, I think that's amazing. Right. And I, I brought it up, you know, the concern and worry that the truth was, would be suppressed because I asked you that earlier mm-hmm. in the week. You know, I said, what's going to happen, right? Yeah, when people can't even hear it. Correct. Because, you know, people need hope. Mm-hmm. And they need to know that there are things that remain the same in, in the midst of change. Right. So, you know, people want to know, understand, and see those foundational truths, even when it seems beyond their grasp, you yeah. know? So calmness can spring from certainty and consistency because this eclipses the ever-shifting, you know, social opinions that we're seeing today. Well, and that's the thing people need to understand. That's one of the things the Word of God does for you. It, it holds in the middle of the stormy sea kind that's of That's right. It doesn't mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. So for all the talk about politics today, it's still not where people go to find commitment and fulfillment, you know, of love and hope and peace and forgiveness. Thank God. Yeah, because those <laughs> things are what make life worth living, right. you know? So you, didn't you read an article recently that kind of proved that or at least demonstrated that. Yeah, and that's that was kind of the whole uh, gist for this program is that in spite of all this, right. I mean, think about this. Uh, there was an article that stated that the number one podcast on Apple's podcast platform was not the New York Times podcast or one of our favorites, the Ben Shapiro show or something from PBS or any political, social or economic podcast. No. The number one podcast was, ready? Yep. Here go. it comes uh, from a priest named Friar Mike Schmitz, a well-known Catholic priest. It's it's basically reading the scripture through the year. <laughs> That's have the number pretty one. Pretty music or anything like that? I, actually, it's pretty basic stuff. They read the Bible and they talk about it, and and it's the number one podcast on Apple. So you know, in this environment of demonization, deplatforming, even the ridiculing of traditional Bible teaching. Here it is. What does the Bible say? It's number one. Pretty incredible. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. I mean, especially when it seems that it's just like that, right? Just read and discuss, and there's no bells and whistles presented, just the Bible, period, right? Just the Bible, People period. still yearn for what is deep and lasting and what's unchanging. And so we got to be even more bold uh, to talk about it, which is what we're going to do uh, today. So, the, Well, we this, are doing it. We yeah, have well, been we are, doing well, it. Well, yeah, and, and it's amazing <laughs> to me because God's Word, you cannot muzzle it. So there are fears of deep platforming. I know it. I mean, it, all of us are struggling with the demonization, the manipulation stuff's real. But the reality is that no one, and here, here is clearly not the government, not the president, not Google, they cannot muzzle the truth. And and we'll talk more about the blessing of knowing God's truth, uh, not being muzzled, and, and the strength and power to live in, in these chaotic times. More on that in a minute. But I do want to say, you know, now a word from uh, condescent counseling, coaching, <laughs> and consulting, because uh, Marie, you are shedding light uh, where there is 
uh, struggle out there, and I, I know people appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you for that wonderful setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, you know, seriously, this is my passion. So, you know, condescent counseling, uh, consulting and coaching is, is always available. If you're, you know, want to discuss your purpose in life, your worldviews, make career changes or changes in your relationship, we're here to listen and to support you. Mm-hmm. And you can reach us at www.cccc-usa.com. That's four C's. That's cccc-usa.com. And we're always here and everything is confidential. You can make a phone call. We can meet virtually or in person and we're here to support you. Mm-hmm. So, you You'll know, be blessed. I, yeah. And you know, here's the thing. I learned so much from my clients. And so it's like a give and take relationship. Well, you know, that's one, uh, even just to comment on that, which is not part of the program, but I'm just thinking, you know, when you serve somebody, when you actually mm-hmm. try to reach out and help somebody, and in my work too as a pastor and now as this work in D.C., when you spend your life trying to care for your family, care for those you love, care for the friends that come into your life, that's what finally brings that lasting virtue and that lasting joy mm-hmm. into your life. So, And then you learn from each other, right? You grow Absolutely. even from each other. I always do. Yeah, it's, you do. It's amazing. I, I, I know, but I, I mean, being married to 36 years uh, with me, you've grown quite a bit. I know. I've had to struggle. <laughs> the struggle has been real. I'm telling you. It, that, that, folks, it is not easy. Believe me. And she's been riding downhill <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I know it's been an uphill struggle, trudge. Um, <laughs> no, actually, it's been great. It's a roller coaster, and I love roller and coasters. She does so. love roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's get back to our get topic. Back, yeah, okay, back. so it is amazing that amidst all the political and social changes that are occurring today, and I mean, nefariously, I might add. <laughs> yeah, nefariously. Yeah, absolutely. people still are yearning to know what the Bible amazing. says, what God thinks about them, about what is right, what is wrong, and about where there is purpose and even hope in life. Mm-hmm. So you deal with people all the time like I do. And what have you learned in the work in the work that you do about that? Well, and like I said, I've been at this uh, a long time and in a lot of different places. And I've, and I've learned, taught you a lot. Well, you have. There's no <laughs> question about that. Thank you. No, I've learned a lot about this. It can simply be boiled down to this quote from um, one of the great church fathers, St. Augustine. He said in his writings, you know, you have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in you. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about it, this restlessness that people have, this yearning, the desire, it's never right until your relationship to God is right. And because he knows us, he also knows what we need. He knows what's best for us to live in blessing for the blessing of others. And and this is, again, where we're, we're going to have to come to grips with this, folks. No government mm-hmm. official, no Hollywood actor, no one is going to be wiser than God at his word. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. And I think what's amazing, and I'm, I, I can't wait to listen more to the program that's number one on the podcast, but the Bible makes some pretty bold promises. Yes, And, and so I'm just going to read a couple of them. I mean, my words are spirit and life. John six sixty three. Jesus says that. That means he gives real abundance to your life, real joy in the midst of your life, no matter what you're facing. Or Isaiah 55, so God's word shall go out from his mouth and it will not return empty. It will accomplish God's purpose. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus even says in, in Matthew 24, and this is something good to hold on to, heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. So, you know, this is pretty bold stuff. Right. And so if you've got a promise from God in his word, 
you can bank on it, and that's why there's real hope that's right. for today. Right, because, you know, things are changing constantly, right? We're redefining terms. We're redefining roles. We're taking away certain roles, With a right? stroke of a pen. Absolutely. So, you know, having hope that is presented in Scripture enables us to shield ourselves from the ugly devaluing of our personhood, right? Right. The ugly name-calling, and it can give us resilience in knowing our calling and purpose is higher on this side of heaven. It can allow us to draw upon, uh, we can draw upon that scripture and that, that word to be tenacious and living our lives boldly, courageously, and unapologetically. I love those words. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Because even if others disagree with our scriptural beliefs, we can rely on his word because we're looking to him. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So we don't need to be dragged down, people. We do not need to be dragged down confusion highways. <laughs> we don't. And, and this, you know, you even said it early in, in early what you're talking about. You're talking about even our identity, the sense of ourselves. I mean, people don't realize all that's at risk right now with all the confusion and chaos yeah, that's out there. Yeah, turn it off. Just turn it off. Exactly. So if you want a calm, you know, clear and abundant life, then practice living in a state of appreciation and gratitude. Right. And give thanks for all that you have and even the things that you don't have. And if you are living in a state of gratefulness, you'll attract so much more to be grateful for. Your energy will be different. And you'll see it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you'll notice and attract good things. Denzel Washington said that hey, saying one of our thank favorites. you. I love Denzel. Yes, yeah. Indeed. He said that saying thank you before the reality of your blessing yep. is important to do because God builds our blessings into us and into others through us. And so, you know, our whole state of being uh, will be different if we start to practice a state of gratefulness and appreciation. And that's so much different from just having a positive attitude or having a don't worry, be happy perspective. Well, because it's rooted, it's directed towards God first. And and I think that's what Washington was talking about, because he talks about his faith quite openly. I don't know how he gets away with it in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's, he basically said, yeah, have a thankful perspective before. Before. Because God has to build that. And we call that thanks living if you want to talk about that. But, you know, again, so back to the article, uh, that's kind of why I expected an article like we were talking about today about how the reading through the Bible is the number one podcast on Apple. It sustains. Folks, the Bible has an incredibly... Uh, it has a message that people do want to hear because the words of the Bible are like no other. Now, you're not, right now, you're taking my word for it. Start reading it and you'll see. Well, can I just interject yeah, here real yeah. quickly? I, You know, my faith was very important to me, but mm-hmm. I didn't really grow into understand that the Word of God is living until I was older. Living I thought it was just memorization. Right. I didn't realize how reading it and actually practicing that regularly it really does. I mean, it it goes through you, and it it's active. Right, and yeah, the gospel it's not changes dead. Your lives. It's yeah. not dead. It's not dead words. Well, Paul it says it's the power of God for salvation. You know, and and so first of all, but there are two words in the Bible. You want to talk mm-hmm. about the themes. The first one it talks about the moral ordering of the world, and there are other religions that do that. Sure, that's not the main message of the Bible, but mm-hmm. that's one that we share with others. Mm-hmm. But the promises of God, the good news of God, what God has done for you in Jesus Christ—that's called the gospel, mm-hmm. grace alone, faith alone in Christ alone. That's a declaration of a new standing that you have mm-hmm. with God because of what God did for you. And I'm telling right. you right now, if you really come to understand that, yeah, come to understand his work, 
uh, then you're living a mercy life. Mm-hmm. You're living a grace life built on his promises. And you know what? No matter what they do, even if they make this illegal today, mm-hmm. you cannot muzzle that. Moral lives, uh, not live like some pietist, some holier-than-thou person, but virtuously in service to others. You can't uh, hold that back. Right. And uh, so, you know, I would just say this, folks. I mean, if you're thinking about where we're at today and all the stuff we're talking about, isn't it great to hear that there's this guy just reading the Bible and he's yeah. rising to the top of the it's podcast amazing. list? Well, so go back to church. You know. <laughs> well, when they allow well, us I, to, right? Well, some uh, people. I mean, you you and I are fortunate enough to where right now we're able to do that. But right, and and I think we're going to have to assert our First Amendment freedoms there. Uh, we we can't let them tell us when. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have to make those choices. They they can inform us. Mm-hmm. They can tell sure. us and then we yeah but and then get back to being in community that reads the word together try to love each other the in you know the way God and Christ loves you and just remember it's a graced mercy life that has so many possibilities mm-hmm. compare this to uh you know a social media leader you know I, I remember he said something uh, that kind of made me realize well what's it like Outside of this way of thinking, you don't want to say who it is. Well, yeah, because he's actually under a lot of fire right now. He he's held some really big jobs, but he said this: "Look, I'm not okay with the state of social media. It's a hysterical wokeness, sick accusations, demand for blood. It's atheistic snarl, and now it's new proclivities towards censorship, shouting down, and silencing." Nah. I quit Twitter and Instagram a year ago. A great decision. The only the point he was making there is he said, I'm seeing it from the inside. Guys, they're not telling you a way forward. Uh, mm-hmm. There's another message for that, and we're talking about that today. Mm-hmm. The contrast is great, isn't it? I mean, when you I have mean, the truth, amazing. you can count on, aspire to, or be inspired by, life can change. And, you know... The power to empathize with others, the power to have compassion for yourself and for others, and the willpower to, to serve other people, all of that comes from not taking yourself too seriously and realizing that it's not about you. It's about what God has done and what his final say is about the things in your life. And you know what you just said there, not taking yourself too seriously. I'm, when I was young, you know, that was hard for me, you know, because I was, was trying to do my very, very best. And, I'm, and so it was a good impulse to mm-hmm. try, but to not take yourself too seriously because it's really God who is in control of your life. Right. It frees you to be everything God wanted you to be mm-hmm. and not even get in your own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And so if you want to get better information that's unsifted and where you want to see things that are, have not been manipulated, there's a, a new browser that... Oh, that's right. Was, there's this new browser yeah. that's going to give you it's the ability Brave. to step away from this stuff without having to totally step away. Right. What's it called again? Brave. B-R-A-V-E. So it's the guy, Brendan... Ike, Ike, who started the mm-hmm. Mozilla and then got kicked out of his own. Yeah. I don't think he's—it's not because he's a Christian or anything. I no. think he just said, this is ridiculous. That right. He didn't like the manipulation. Yeah. yeah. So he started this new browser. It's called Brave. And then DuckDuckGo is a search engine. Yeah, and it doesn't hold yeah. on to your data and it doesn't manipulate doesn't your collect data. anything. That's right. So you can get that right now on your iPhone. You can go get and just type in Brave and the browser will come up and then you can make it your one. And then on the uh, Androids, you can get it too. That's that's right. So Androids and your oh, that's iPhone. News. Yeah, it really is. So we do have choices here now where before we really, you know, we we're kind of locked in, right? Thank God they haven't taken them all away yet. <laughs> <laughs> so just remember, everyone, I mean, even though it might be more difficult, we cannot muzzle the truth. Mm-hmm. And if you abide in God's word, 
you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That comes from John 8. Yeah, Jesus said it straight. Mm -hmm. And that's something that uh, we can celebrate today. That's right. So remember, there are two kinds of fire in the world. One that burns and consumes. And the one that burns and empowers. May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength to face any fire. Till next time, little embers, (laughs) I'm Marie. And I'm Greg. See See you soon. soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media, familyvisionmedia.org.